Hello and welcome to the Thursday show here on the Frontline Gaming Network. My name is Paul Murphy, your host. I'm joined by Dustin Hinshaw. Hey, hey, hey. And Adam Camilleri. Oh, hello, everybody. Who's that, who's that person or uh, guy, guy, girl you got there with you? This is Hobart. He's a good boy. He's a very fat, very spoiled boy. He's, yeah, he's all right. Got some guests on the show uh, this week. He's going to be... He's he's the new he's the new um the Thursday show mascot. Ooh. A fat, ungainly, ill bred good boy. <laughs> he's got a backstory to him. <laughs> this is your weekly tournament show. We run down some of the biggest tournaments happening all around the world here. Uh, we're going to talk about what you're going to see there. We might talk a little bit about what you have to do to beat them. Uh, we're going to talk about some trends that are happening in the in the meta. It's going to be amazing. This is on the Frontline Gaming Network. You want to check out some stuff that they have. If you haven't already, you know they got like tournaments happening all over the place. They have a summer sweepstakes contest happening right now. Where you can enter in some stuff and uh, win a giant gift card in the SoCal Open. 2022 it's going to be an incredible incredible event tickets are on sale right now uh, we have three events to talk about over the course of this episode towards the end of the show we got a little special thing if you're new here we do a little palate cleanser uh, at the end of the show where you know to break up all this talk talk about you know crunchy numbers crunchy factions and all the stuff a little you, know, you want to hang out and see us if you are new and listening to us on the podcast aggregators, you might have just talked about something we were talking about live. We actually do this live, and we have a great group of folks uh, that join us in chat over the course of this episode. Going to do some shout-outs along the way as well. Look, chat is already lighting up. Love to see it. You know, Let's just jump right into it. We got to. But before we do, we need to point something out, Paul. I don't know if you know this, but we called the faction-winning LSO. We did. We, all three of us. We got we it? Called it. We got it. See, we never have to look back because we're always right. I'm glad you pointed this no. out, though, as an example of us always being right. Well, exactly. We only did. We need to only just point it out every so often, just to, just so that people know that we are always right. That's it. Well, no. I figure you only need to look back if you can learn something from it, and if you know, if you hit it flush, you know, nothing but net. You don't need to look back. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm saying all this like I remember what we said. Uh, it was Necrons, wasn't it? Necrons. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're like, indeed. Necron's weekend, bang, lock it in. But I mean, no. I called it first. You guys just agreed with me. This is you just piled on. Just piled <laughs> on. When, when you're right, you're right. Uh, uh, first event we're going to talk about this week is the Palm Springs Open. It's in Palm Springs, California, here in the U.S. 98 players, six-round event. Uh, what are we going to see there? We're going to see some Imperial. There's three Sisters of Battle, eight Custodes, two Cult Mechanicus, one Grey Knights, one Astro Military, and three Imperial Knights. We are going to see some Space Marines of three Dark Angels, one Space Wolf, three Blood Angels, two Ultramarines, one Salamander, one Raven Guard, two Black Templar, four Death Watch. Mm. Chaos, there's eight Chaos Space Marines. No real surprise there. 3,000 Suns, nine Death Guard, seven Renegade Knights. Xenos, there are four Necrons, three Orcs, and six Tau. Tau still, Wow. Hive Mind, there's 11 Tyranids and three Genes, they're called. All right, represent, and I love that. In the Aldari, there's one Drakari, four Harlequins, two Asiriani, and one Yunari, making the faction podium. Tyranids topping it off at 11, with Death Guard pulling in the uh, the silver podium at nine, and then Chaos Space Marines and Custodes tied at eight. It's a hobby lag. People have finally gotten their 50 or 60 Plague Marines ready. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, totally how many fair. how many plague marines are in this event with with how many nine death guard? How many plague marines is that? We're gonna 100, guess 170. <laughs> Let's say 40, 40 per. 
40 yeah. per? It won't be. Tw- 20 to 40 per is probably. Every, not everyone's going to have the 40, I don't think. It yeah. has to be a multitude of seven. So I'm going to go 140 total. 140? Okay. That's, that's I, I actually I that, that is that is really no that that's that's good logic that's good logic yeah Struggle number yeah um but yeah this is a really this is not a bad spread and, and, and there's a lot of factions that we are having a little bit of a renaissance with the exception of tyranids um, what about these custodies man and, and, and dude look at the csm catching up like we have two we have two chaos factions on the podium for the first time probably not in ninth edition um, we may have, we may have had a weekend in Europe or the UK where we had T Suns and Death Guard in like yeah, that's, that's true. Um, that could have been a thing, but yeah, this is pretty good. And um, overall, that Chaos Super Faction is looking really healthy. A total of twenty seven lists in representation, which is you know sometimes we would see like Space Marines are double the whole Chaos Super Faction, and now they're the second. They well, they're the highest single Super Faction when you take Space Marines out of Imperium. Mm-hmm. Renegade Knights high up there uh, with with the Thousand Suns and the Chaos Space Marines. Yeah, that there's a lot of power there in that faction. I, I think that does mm. the game good. By the way, yeah. happy to see it. Thousand uh, Suns, my like, they're going down in the numbers comparatively now, though they're they're the lowest representative of these of the ones well, that are there. It's it's always the thing with uh, the Chaos Super Faction, right? You rob Peter to pay Paul, like because all because people who play Chaos play all of Chaos, and so it's it's people right. jumping down within that Super Faction. So you'll you'll see a drop in one, one will go up, one will go down. But this is still a great spread. Oh, yeah, Thousand sure. Suns seem to have a couple of kind of bad matchups, or what might be considered, so it be you know kind of you, you could have a couple of rough goes in a couple of rounds of these tournaments. You think that's mm-hmm. playing a factor into maybe why we're seeing fewer of them because the meta is shaking out that way? It, it makes sense. I mean, the, you could take rubrics in Chaos Space Marines now, right? And they actually get a few extra bonuses they don't get with Thousand Suns too. So it's not like you can't run Thousand Suns in the new Codex either. So maybe they're trying out these new builds with uh, with some of their old models and some of their new models doing mm-hmm. a big good mix. It's like, well, yeah. I guess I'll take Abaddon. It's a- <laughs> like, I guess I'll take Abaddon. He, he's okay. I mean, I might as well try him. Yeah. And the other one that's interesting here is Custodes. Now, I don't know if you guys know, we noticed, we've noticed, we're starting to notice a trend here, but what is it? Is it the East Coast? Is California's East Coast? West Co- yeah, West Coast is <laughs> Ch- Chicago and stuff. It's East uh, for you, but it's no, West it's for the west. rest of us. <laughs> it's a, sorry, it's West. I had to do my like never eat. So, um, the, yeah, the West Coast seems to be, have a strong Custodes contingent, even before the Codex, even before anything. There seems to be just a strong Custodes player base on that side of the States. So, um, even though it's a bit of an aberration to see, them on a podium at the moment it's actually not when you consider the geographics of it we're back everybody we don't have the monitor screen up where we can see it yet but i think like we're i think we're back chat let us know if, if we're alive if there's a heartbeat happening we apologize for that disruption sometimes technology just does what it does uh but you know hey um let's talk about those lists we're actually right. just talking about how the custodes uh making their way onto the podium yeah, Adam, did Adam, everyone... just take it right, right where you were, right where you started uh, off from. You're right, uh, mid sentence, uh, mid sentence. You got this. So there's a gentleman called Jason Kavetsky, and he's he's just memed out and put a paragraph at the start of his list. I loved it so much. I was looking at the custodians list because naturally they were on the podium, so I wanted to see what was going on. And this guy had a had a, a joke paragraph at the start of his list. I'm like, cool, you're getting on the show. Congratulations, Joe. You memed enough. You're on the Thursday show. Um, in the criminal justice system, the people are represented by two separate yet equally important groups. The custodies who investigate crime and the jet bikes who blow up the offenders. These are their stories. I loved it so much. I just... 
<laughs> laughed out loud. Anyway, he's got Law a single order outrider. Any of you kids that don't know what that's from? <laughs> yeah, you wily coyote <laughs> kids out there. Um, he's got a single outrider detachment. He's got Trajan Valoris, uh, three custodian guard, one single Alaris Terminator, two units of three Agamatis jet bikes. That's the Forge Wheel jet bikes. Um, three Venatari, so that's the uh, bird boys from uh, Flash Gordon, and three by three Virtus Praetors, all with salvo launchers. So he's got five units of bikes. And I think this list is not as much of a meme as people think, because it will just run you over on occasion. I mean, yeah, those bikes, me? you can you can hide them. You can you, you basically get, kind of pick your engagement with them, and they've got some range in case people want to try to be standoffish. Yes, exactly right. Um, if I remember right, they had the Twiz, a Twin Laz Impulsor. Uh, no, um, twin Laz Pulsar. So heavy, 24 inch range, heavy four, strength eight, minus two, D3 damage each. So each one of those squads of three puts out 12 strength eight, minus two, D3 damage shots. Um, and they're heavy, but they're on bikes, so they don't care. Like they actually shoot pretty respectably. Uh, and of course, they fight like a, a standard Virtus Predator when they get into combat. They've got the same interceptor lance with the plus one to wound on charge at strength seven minus three two that's pretty impressive that's actually well the negative three is a big deal on this meta right now negative three is what you yeah want. what you don't like is the price tag so <laughs> they start at no they start at 95 for an agamatis and then he's paying an extra 15 points per bike to take that gun there's so a certain amount of charm 10. let's count was it 9 12 uh 18 20 models in this 21 models in this army? That's a lot for uh, Custodes, right? Yeah. Normally, if you take like a Dreadnought build, it's only going to be like 10. Like, come on. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Anyway, it's a really cute build. Jason, congratulations on memeing up enough to get on the Thursday show. You are hilarious. I hope this I hope this list does really well. Um, what would you call... You know how there's like Law and Order SVU, there's Law and Order, you know, uh, whatever the crap. What would you call so. the Law and Order Custodes uh, Ooh. show? Ooh, let's hear a chat. What would you call Law and Order Custodes? Blood Games? Blood um, Games? Law and Order Blood Games it seems a bit seems a bit macabre for for Law and Order. Anyway, in the uh, chat, help us the out. Emperor's uh, stories. Next top player in attendance, Christopher uh, Tobo Toborg. He's playing Chaos Space Marines and Word Bearers, a single battalion. Now, this one had my head scratching a little bit because I didn't know you could take a Baden as a HQ's choice, but this is what he has in his list. He starts off with a Baden, Master Possession, and a Sorcerer. Two units of 10 Cultists, five Legionaries, uh, 10 Terminators with the, the Rune, of course, uh, Master of Executioners, 10 possessed a venom crawler five warp talons and two molar fiends this see i pulled this one up and put it on because it seemed like what we i would expect a very close to a word bearer's archetype to look like it's just whether or not you go the msu with the possessed or you go for the fatty units and i do love the addition of the molar fiends in this to really go and like dominate a flank if they want how do you feel about it boys i love seeing molar fiends again i haven't seen molar fiends Wait, have they ever been competitive? I just love the models. No, they have a, when they first came out, they weren't too bad. Uh, yeah, because okay. there was also like a Land Raider meta back in when they first came out. That's so right. That's right. Run up and mm. chew through some Land Raiders and that kind of stuff. Uh, so there was a, it was possible, but it's been a bit. It's been a minute since they've hit the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like they're they're about ten to fifteen points overcosted for what they do. Usually, like they're around the one hundred one forty one fifty mark, I think, with the lasher tendrils, which you should just take because it means that they can churn through like a ten man like guardsman squad or whatnot, rather than going in and just killing five of them because that's all the attacks that they have. Um, but I do like Mall fans. I think they're actually okay as a one of or a two of in a specific list. And as word bearers, when they get full rerolls to hit on the charge, and they're most right. likely going to be charging, they actually pop off pretty hard and can start threatening things like knights. And uh, and whatnot. Yeah, um, well, that makes sense. Fred helping us out. 
Oh, go ahead. So Brett Hebel said in the chat here is it, is it Abaddon is HQ slot. He just normally you see him in the sp- Supreme yeah. Command yeah. role. Right. That's um, how a lot of people get him into their list. Yeah, that's what we're seeing. Yeah, time. I think my assumption was, and I, I haven't deep dived this bit of the book unfortunately, but I think my assumption was that he had to be t- he was a HQ choice for Black Legion. But yeah, you're right. He's, he's just he's a Supreme Commander. He can be taken in any in any detachment. Um, one thing I'm starting to see with Chaos builds, uh, Chaos Space Marine builds, and this is a good example of it, is that this list has almost a core of its points in HQ in HQs 300 points for a bad and I think it's one or 110 for the master possession another 90 for the sorcerer and another I think 80 for the uh, master of executions and this this isn't even running like a, a an expensive suite of uh, you know having a disco lord in, in addition to the master possessions in addition to a bad or Lucius as well and I'm finding that people are running like a, a quarter to a third of their points in HQ in well in characters for CSM and I'm wondering where we're going to find the line of this is too many points to be spending here uh, they um, hit well they got decent buffs they, mm. they, they really enhance the units around them what's the trick now with possessed kill one and then resurrecting back closer to get a, a charge i mean essentially yeah essentially right i, I think these are a lot of these times now like they're, they're going to be running up the board if there's 10 there's a, it's a one big squad right one ten it's one unit of 10 i think yeah. i prefer the smaller units the fives uh because yeah. you've got you've got the you got the big chunky, you know, bully unit taken care of in the Terminator. So go smaller with your and even your some smaller pieces. Like, yeah, I, I agree yeah. with that too. I, li- I like that, especially when we're bears because then they're rerolling their hits, right? So it's actually mm. it's it's they're so, more they're more valuable in the min squad, so they can trade a lot more efficiently. Because the ten man, yeah, I feel like is going to yeah. be overkill for a lot of the things they're going to be fighting. And like you said, they have the bully with the Terminators as it is. So yeah, I feel like this is a list that expects to see a lot of custodies though. Like maybe maybe this gent knows the meta true. and he's like, bang! Everyone's gonna have big fatty custody units. Five five possessed don't cut it. Ten man's gonna go straight through though. So he's seen the Law and Order Golden Boys. He knows what's <laughs> coming up this way. So. I think this right. also plays into a lot of high wound targets. I mean, I could even see this playing into Tyranids being a a Mollerfiend yeah. on the charge into a Carnifex. Flips it, takes it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, deletes it pretty, pretty thoroughly. Hell, even even that, if it doesn't have catalyst up, you can go straight through that hive time with a molar faint. Like technically, as long as it's um, like four ups, right? Yeah, it's true. True. This this kills the silent king, I think. Yeah, ten possessed. Yeah, uh, because then the silent king fights first because he fights last year, kills four or five, five still go in, and at a minimum, you, you smash both men here now. Maybe half kill the actual. It's an end the molar fiends. Well. You got ten possessed and two molar fiends. Oh yeah, like, yo. yeah. Oh yeah, no, you Destroyed. can't get all this. <laughs> yeah, um, so I, last... think, I think it's an investment. So with with this, I guess what I'm what I'm going as it is that a lot of armies have to put tons of their army onto that. This particular configuration of Chaos Space Marines seems like it could get by putting a small chunk on it while letting the rest of the stuff go out there and mm-hmm. you know, de- deal with the point scorers. Yeah, yeah. Um, last of the lists in attendance that we wanted to pull out. Our, our, our man at FLGN, Andrew Dickinger, you, you, may, you may have seen him or heard his lovely sultry toy and tones most recently during the BAO coverage. He did that with me over on the, yeah, well, right here on the FLGN. And uh, he's a mad lad. Want to pull out his list. playing Gene Stiller Colts. So obviously, this was also giving tandem to, to lovely service to Dustin. He's playing Impassioned and Industrial Affinity. A yes. single detachment. Hashtag, he did it right. What does that Hashtag, mean? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
I could tell you. Oh, no, you will tell us after okay, the Tell at the end. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go, go through the list. Uh, so in the no, no force org slot, he's got a Biophagus and a Kelamorph. Then in the HQ's Magus Patriarch Primus. So literally one of everything because he's got a Nexos down here as well. So I think it's one of all of them. There might be there might be a Sanctus that's missing. Um, he's got two units of five Acolytes. And then, he's got two, that, and then he's got two units <laughs> of 10 Acolytes. And these are all kitted out to be melee. And then he's got 15 Acolytes kitted out to be extra, extra melee. And then he's got 19 Neo. <laughs> fights with the full complement of 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 gun uh an exos like i said 10 pure strain g's three ridge runners and a single rock grinder dustin hand pass hot takes oh well okay first of all impassioned industrial affinity i'm sorry it is the best way to run gsc right now like bar none impassioned is plus one to hit first round of combat and yeah. industrial affinity is you ignore or you can't ignore any modifier uh, to hit with industrial weapons. You know what industrial weapons are? Rock cutters, rock saws, rock drills, all the things that the Oculus is going to be hitting with. A the mining laser? Mining lasers are up there. Seismic cannons are up there. Like All the good guns are all going to be ignoring any modifiers. Which also, with the plus one to hit, means those 10-man Oculus squads, the 15-man Oculus squads, all these special weapons are going to be hitting on twos, probably rerolling ones because of Primus and an Exos in there. That makes them pretty darn efficient. Like They're going to mm-hmm. hit with like everything. They're going to do all the damage they want to do, and it just makes it so consistent. A lot of people don't do the impassion because it's three, three of the uh, cult points that it takes away from other things you can do with it, but the plus one to hit just makes it that three to a two when you're rerolling ones, it makes them, for especially for their points, they will trade better. They will trade up every time. Mm. Are we on like sisters levels trading? Yeah, like, to the point that I actually, in a lot of my lists, I'll have three five-mans just to have those two heavy weapons in there because they will they will trade up like if one of my five mans can't kill little knights it's so yeah. efficient um, i am a fan i like this list quite a lot um it's like you know it's got the the neophytes and the pure strains to go in turn one and clear the way for the Akko deep striking coming in turn two to get all the premium charges plays a lot of funny buggers once again it's got a lot of characters like it's it's walking that tightrope of giving up good points on no prisoners and assassinate but i don't think there's much of a choice for gsc i think you're going to give up one or the other regardless. So if you're going to give up one or the other, give up both. Who cares? Lean in. Um, oh, yeah. No, this is then, fine for no prisoners. There's actually not that many for no prisoners. If you're under 10, that's great for GSC. It's six, not, it's not as many, right? So it's about eight. So you get you get about nine points on no yeah. prisoners. And that's if, you, that's if you table. So, yeah, it, it assassinates way better. Assassinates yeah. way better. Because yeah, these I guys can... are so squishy. Apart apart from the... um. The, the Patriarch, you can just, they're all five wound, no armor save, nothing. Yeah, they're, they're um, mostly there for like tech piece. Like the Biophage is either yeah. going to be giving, this, to start the game, he's either giving a five up field no pain of the Neophytes or he's giving exploding sixes of that five, the 15 man Acolyte squad. I don't mm. know which one uh, you put in there, but that's one of them. That's going to be one of those for yeah. sure. Uh, then, for anybody out, yeah, yeah, for anybody out there, this is just a good all comers. This is just a very good all comers, solid all rounder for GSC, I think. Uh, would you yeah. say the same, Dustin? Absolutely, yes. I, it's, mm. the, like I said, it's the, it's the right cult that is the best way to run them right now and the, he's got all the tools that he needs in there to be able to, to run it perfectly is, are the rich runners do they have the minor lasers or do they have uh, the missile launchers no idea i didn't look <laughs> <laughs> i'm going to assume minor lasers because they actually benefit from the industrial affinity because the missile launchers yeah. are not yeah you'd have to assume based on Solid that right? choice so what factions what we so typically if you're, if you're just joining us for the first time we pick a faction or a player that we think is going to pull a, uh, an event down we're talking about you guys want to hazard a guess I mean, Our the stats prediction. would say, the stats would say Nids are gonna are gonna get through, are gonna go the distance here because there's freaking eleven of them. So I'm not gonna pick them. Uh, I think we might see Necrons uh, their dominance continue and another Necron winner over in, in California. 
Even though there's only four. There's only four in attendance out of out of 100 players. 98 players, six rounds. I'm going to Renegade Knights. Okay. Hey, there's seven. There's, like, that's, that's totally fair. Well, you know, even a broken clock is right twice a day, so GSE. Doing it. He's leaning in. There's his Go. one. There's, there's Dustin's one. I love All it. All right. <laughs> uh, next event we're going to talk about is the Beast in the East Midlands from Lincoln, England. I think Midlands are like where Nottingham, like in that like that it's, same area that Nottingham is. Yeah, it's 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 like you got. I, I look at uh, geographically in in the UK. I I check now, seeing as how wrong we've been in the past. Uh, so it's like up and to the right from Nottingham on the map. It looks pretty close. It probably is, but the UK people drive are probably there? like probably from London. But, no, from Nottingham. I mean, oh. I mean, from London, it's only it's still only a couple of hours, probably by like you know, but they don't probably sixty-one players, six rounds. Oh yeah, I, I think the driving tolerance is way different over there. It's like here, I think in Europe in general, it's different, right? Two hours yeah. is just might even be just across the street, you know. It's like, yeah, we could take trains a lot, but their train system over there is just barred like bar none better than everybody's right uh, that's true that's true though like you don't even you don't need to own a car living in europe yeah. and you can 61 go anywhere <laughs> six rounds what are we going to see there we're going to see three sisters of battle one custode two cult mechanicus why do, i'm saying admech from now on why do you have to start typing cult mechanicus again adam one astrobilitaire <laughs> one great knight three imperial knights space marines there's four dark angels two space wolves one blood angel one black templar one raven guard one iron hand one death watch Chaos, there's two Chaos Space Marines, 3,000 Suns, three Death Guard, one Demon, and one Renegade Knight. Xenos, there's 10 Necrons and 61 players, two Orcs, and Yikes. five Tau. Hive Mind, there's three Tyranids, one G-Sir Cult. We have, like, one of everything still. Eldari, there is a one Drakari, one Harlequin, and two Asuriani, meaning the faction podium is Necrons. 61 Out of 61 players, there are 10 Necrons, the Silver Tide. Then Tau in second with five and Dark Angels at four. What the heck is going on over there? Mm-hmm. There's no way the Necrons don't pull this event down. I know There's I'm no jumping. <laughs> this isn't in driving distance of London. There's yeah. no way it would be because that's like the, 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 the spread is so weird. It's so skewed. If I don't know. Talk- after the after the LSO performance, I mean, when let's look at this. ATC, the ATC was not that long ago. LSO was not that long ago. Necrons, 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 all the way to the top. Best generals pulling down lots of points for Necrons. The Necron loss when it was ne- top Necron versus top Necron was like eighty to seventy nine or so, eighty nine to seventy nine mm-hmm. or something like that. So even even in defeat, they are still swinging for the fences. I don't mm-hmm. want to say that they're it's easy to get points with them. These players are playing the game, but it certainly seems very possible to have high-scoring games in each one of your engagements. Maybe not easy to like, get points, but their uh, secondaries are definitely easier to well, play into than other factions. Like because the, their army plays into those fa- plays into those mm. secondaries now that they've made those changes, so it feels yeah. a lot easier to. And not easier is not the it's not the right word, but it's natural. Like you're playing mm. the game you would normally play, and it's giving you points naturally. That's yeah. Exactly right. We talk about the uh, the bus stop list um, a lot in the start of Ninth Edition when things like uh, Death Guard came out, things like Dark Angels came out. Those kind of lists that can don't need to interact with you in any way mm-hmm. to score a good score. And for Dark Angels, it was around the eighty to eighty five point mark that they would just score by sitting still and doing nothing. Necrons is a hundred points. Straight up, Necrons can score a hundred freaking points by not crossing the halfway point of the table. Um, mm-hmm. 
in some missions. And that is just absolutely bonkers. I'm really happy for him. People saying, oh, nerf, nerf, nerf. Shut up. Give them their couple of months. Give them their couple of months. Let them have it. They deserve it. The Silent King's out there. Oh, how many of these lists have a Silent King? I'm going to guess. 11. Let's. <laughs> Wait, so one guy did not. One guy did not. That's what I'm going to say. Well, when I saw this, I speci- we'll transition to the next slide. I specifically pulled out five data points of these lists. I went. Oh, you actually put it here. Pulled out. <laughs> I, I did. I did a Necron meta breakdown because there was ten lists, and I wanted to pull out five data points of relevance to tell you guys, so you get a snapshot of how this meta for Necrons is evolving. First of those dot points. Nine of te- out of ten of these lists is expansionist and conquerors. That's your scout move, and everything is obsec. And what, uh, what the one the one isn't is Novok. So that's kind of you can already see the pecking yeah. order right now. How far behind Novok pre pre chapter approved? So pre secondary is changing rather. What it, it it was about fifty fifty. You'd see Novok to conquerors and expansionist, and now flip the script. It's one to ten exactly right now, right there, one to ten. Um, Next data point, only 8 out of 10 have the Silent King. I would have, I expected 10 out of 10 to have the Silent King. And I'm, I'm assuming the other two that don't, it's because they don't own him yet. <laughs> yeah, or put him together. He is a pain to put together, man. He's a, oh, he's a bit of a B to, to, to build and paint. <laughs> you Just get him, you, you earn it. You, get, you earn yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, you earn those Ws you put yeah. on the table. Um, the next up, I wanted to unpack the Catans because the next thing I assumed was that the vast majority will have Catan. Six out of ten have the Catans. Three of those six have double Catan. Three of those six have single Catan. Um, just about all of... No one has two named uh, that I saw. I might, I might be remembering. There might be one that has a Void Dragon, a Nightbringer, a Void Dragon, and Deceiver. But there were a couple of Void Dragons, a couple of Nightbringers. I think it was one or two Deceivers in the single and in, one in the double. And then the, the rest were Transcendents. I personally think Transcendents are better for what they do. Um, unless you know your meta to the dot. If you know your meta spot on and you know there's like a bunch of Custodies, Nightbringer is going to be a baller. Get that free or- redeploy with the Deceiver. Yeah, exactly right. And so I was going to say, one Deceiver, one Transcend would be what I do, because I think um, with everyone having no CP for their redeploys and you having one and then a scout move, it's freaking so powerful. Uh, and, and and if you know your meta is like really night heavy, Voidbringer, sorry, um, Void Dragon is an absolute gun. Um, he's so, he is actually so powerful versus knights. Because he, like, oh, cool, he did three wounds to me? Cool, I run in, kill a little knight, three wounds back. Back, back to back to modus operandi. Good luck next turn. <laughs> um, that kind of stuff. And the last dot point I wanted to pull out. Uh, sorry, second last dot point um, is what are people doing their damage with? Like, what are the shooting options people are using? Because everyone knows there's going to be um, Scorpec destroyers. There's going to be wraiths here. So, what's the shooting damage apart from SK that's doing the damage? And eight out of ten contain locust destroyers and or heavy destroyers. Mo- uh, quite a few contain both, like one unit of you know th- uh, three to six regulars and a, a, a couple. A couple had a couple of single heavies and and or one unit of three. And then the last dot point is only one contained flyers, and that one did have the two doom scythe which richard siegler took to atc to great effect um so yeah anything that jumps out to you about those data points boys it's interesting to me that not everybody has destroyers hmm. yeah those two uh, those two lists, i'm curious to know what they like are they lich guard heavy what, the warrior heavy well, uh, so one of catch them, me up so which version of the destroyers the locust destroyers locust uh, the, is the shooty the, regular, the regular old like the old timey destroyer old timey yeah, that's yeah, the old timey one yeah, and the heavy and is the big one with the big gun, three D yeah, yeah. damage. Yeah, same thing, but a bit more. Um, Fifty points, that thing. 
So obviously, one of the ones I didn't take. So the the Novok build was full melee, of course. It it it, of course. it, 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 it didn't have Silent King either, and it was just a Control C, Control V, freaking all the way down all the melee units. So that one didn't have destroyers, didn't have Doom Sizes, didn't have Silent King, of course. I mean, that even makes sense for that build. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one was just an aberration. I assume the guy hasn't got the model yet. So you know, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, this it was actually really cool to do that little breakdown. Um, very few troops. I think one gent had one uh, of them. Only there was only one unit of twenty warriors, if I'm recalling correctly. Um, one unit of twenty warriors. I can't remember if it was the Novok one or not, but there was yeah, there was one that had to do, had a had a DDA. Sorry, um, a, a a baguette. What are they called? Um, a ghost arc to support it. And yeah, the full the full complement of you take a unit of warriors, take the characters. Um, so yeah, really cool. Jumping down to the next one, there was one demon player, right? We yep. saw there was one demon player. I had a look, see what was oh going on. The list was hilarious. Here it is. His name is John Todd. Very simple name for a simple and lovely lad. He's got a super heavy auxiliary with Asto Karis in it. Anybody remember Alphabet Chicken? That is the the Super Edition? Chicken. Super the Chicken. It's the named greater demon from Forge World. Uh, the named uh, Keeper of Secrets from Forge World. Uh, sorry, uh, Lord of Change. And he's freaking huge. He's gigantic. And at the start of 8th edition, he was the most broken thing we'd possibly ever seen in the game ever. He would he was 500 points, and he could theoretically solo two 2,000-point armies by himself. Like, and, 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 and yeah, would win. Uh, One of the inspirations absolutely- for why they, they they transitioned to being so many points, actually. Mm, yes. Like, that was the biggest thing. It's like, okay, these are meant to be in an apocalypse game. So the only yeah. reason, that, or yeah. the only way we can really limit the behavior of players, because we are, we will mess it up, is to make them so crazy on the points. And now it looks like maybe they come back down. Yep, he has. Um, and then he's got a battalion. He's got Bellacore, Kairos, Fateweaver. Uh, so... Hashtag doing it right. Took took Fate Weaver along with Daisto. Um, and then an unkillable lot of change. Full complement of good stuff there. Um, two units, ten pink horrors, ten brimstone horrors, and then nine flamers. And that's the list. Like any points left is, over? I mean, probably not. But any points left over to no. split the uh, the horrors? Not not that I saw. He could. He very well could have. Uh, I may not have been paying attention because I was just in awe of the majesty of the four big birds. Well, three big birds <laughs> and Bellacore. Um, and, and yeah, I just loved it so much. I thought it was the coolest crap ever. So there you go. <laughs> huh. Um, don't sleep on this list though. Aston Necron's is still so winning this event, by the way. I'm just like, no I'm spoilers. Being, but... We're not even going to bother. Do- There's 10 Necrons in a 60-player event. We're not even doing that at the end. We're like, cool. Um, but yeah, this list is cool. This list is cute. Well done, John. Moving on. Yeah, this is, I, it's actually cool. I'd love to see some pictures of this. Me yeah, too. Me too. I'd love to see pictures on the table. And I hope it's the real Aisto. If I hope he's got the oh, legit Aisto. That guy is freaking massive. Uh, all right. Last list we're going to pull out for this event, Matt Strong. And now the reason I wanted to pull this one out is because there's been a lot of consternation about tower builds and what they have to look like. This is a tower list that will keep you up at night because it is fearsome. It is really well put together. He's playing Farsight Enclaves and a single patrol and Supreme Command. Uh, the patrol has two by two crisis bodyguards. That's it. Commander Farsight and then a Cold Star Commander. So still double commander. Two to 10 crew. Two units of five crisis suits. So he's back to four units of crisis suits again, guys. Remember that? Everyone was like losing their minds to the, the four to six units of crisis, which is tabling everybody. And then he's got two by four crude hands, still has two hammerheads, and Shadow Sun for a, a spicy little redeploy. So essentially, three commanders, four units of crisis, and two hammerheads. That is a scary ass list. 
Yeah, so much firepower. Uh, hammerheads d- delivering it. Hammerheads keeping a lot of people honest right now. Mm. By the way, I mean that's one of yeah. one of the the limiters in the game right now is like how many rail cannons can I take, and and, and that may influence what I actually put in my list. Exactly right. I looked at this list. And I'm like, is that fit? Does that make points? It's like I was trying to look at how this made points. This was legal, and I realized he's taken. He's taken like uh, I'm not sure he's taken any drones. I think this is just hate. This is full hate. He's not planning to get shot. Doesn't care about getting charged. He's just going to be nothing you. left like, for you to retaliate with. It's like I only need drones if I'm getting hit. Right. If I just scorched Earth, like what are you shooting? What are you, you shooting? Can't me with? shoot me if you're dead. You're dead. So I like this list a lot, and I feel like this is a great place for a bunch of people to start with. And of course, if you find that you need some drones, drop one of the two-man crisis suit units, uh, the bodyguards. You've got a bunch of points for drones there. Yep. Tia, it puts some insurance on your five-mans and on your commanders, get some marker lights, some more synergy in there if you want. But that's a very savage list, and I think it's going to do extremely well. Yeah, but Nurgle, Nurgle, Adam just helped you make a good towel list right then and there. Like, that's done. Between Matt well, and Adam? Nurgle Matter. <laughs> pointed out in the chat that we see a few more crude here than we have been seeing traditionally. And I think that plays into that strategy is like give him one turn of breather of, mm-hmm. of things to get, make sure that shooting gets two punches well, in uncontested. Exactly right. And if you don't have drones, you don't, you, you, you don't want to have to expose crisis suits turn ones or possibly even turn two. So another way for crew to go out to get the mid board objectives and score you engage points, et cetera, et cetera, just makes a lot of sense. Um, so yeah, if you don't want to have to trade, you don't have to. Um, what's we're, our we're third gonna, event, boys? Uh, well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, while we're running this ad uh, from our uh, station identifications, we're from our sponsors here. Uh, let us know in the chat what you're doing this evening. You know, we love to see what people are doing. You're doing some, doing some hobby. I did a little hobby today. I want to know what y'all are up to, but maybe, maybe where you're checking in from. Uh, see what's happening with Frontline. We'll be right back. At Frontline Gaming, we make the best tabletop gaming mats in the universe. Our mats are durable, rollable, foldable, wipeable, and storable. Oh, and they look damn great, too. Join the thousands of tournament regulars and garage gamers who use our mats to bring their gaming surfaces to life. To ensure quality, Frontline Gaming mats are custom-made one at a time. Printed with high-quality ink, our immersive designs stay crisp and are available in a wide range of styles and sizes. So whether you're playing a war game or skirmish game, whether you're fighting over an alien tundra, fantastical forest, or real-world setting, there's a great-looking battlefield for you. Our gaming mats are printed on extremely durable neoprene backing, so they won't slide around the table, and they're thick enough to stay flat, protecting what's underneath and allowing for slight uneven surfaces. We know from experience that an easily portable gaming surface is just better. Every mat comes with a sturdy nylon zip-up bag for storage and transportation. Whether your next battle is in your home or at the local game store, you'll be able to unroll your FLG mat and get gaming right away. Our products are all made and tested by passionate gamers at Frontline Gaming HQ right here in the USA. It's time to take your battlefield to a new level. Frontline Gaming, champions of tabletop. We are back, everybody. Thanks for checking that out. And also, thanks for checking in with uh, Paint Scarab Terminators in Michigan, Orcs in Dallas. Uh, Going to be making some mistakes in League of Legends. Uh, you know. Nothing wrong with <laughs> League of Legends, cool. just as long as you're okay with hating yourself and others. I'll play chess with the wife, listen to the best show out there. Really appreciate that as well. Uh, we um, have one more uh, event to talk about. Artemis Steve had quite a good showing with his guard. It was it was the, the guard gentleman. Um, remember I did the Chad Brigade? That wasn't Steve. 
but that became third at that uh, that Mexican GT last week. Wow. Um, and Artemis Steve did have a great showing as well. And uh, well done, mate. Hope you had a great weekend. Congratulations. Uh, Exploding Dice Grand Tournament in Bangor, Northern Ireland. 24 players, five-round event. This oh, wow. is a, I did put a disclaimer here, this is a Shark Tank event. About half the players in representation here are res, res, uh, uh, representing their respective Irish nations, be that Northern Ireland or Republic of Ireland, um, at the WTC in like a week and a half. So this is like their last weekend's prep before the big dance. And uh, yeah, best foot forward for all of them. Uh, if, if anybody comes out of this undefeated, it'll be impressive. It will be, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> so we have one Astro Militarum, Two Imperial Knights, Space Marines, just one Space Wolf, two Blood Angels, one Ultramarine, and two Black Templar. It's not too surprising to see a lot of Space Marine Super Faction in like a small event like WGC style because there's so mm. many options for that. And a lot of people are going to be able to play it there. Uh, Chaos is two Chaos Space Marines, 1,000 Suns, three Death Guards still. Europeans and their Death Guard, man. They love them. Love it. Xenos, there's three Necrons, three Tau, no Orcs. Come on, man. Mm. Hive Mind, only a single Tyranid. That's it. One that is pretty interesting. Eldari, there's one Harlequin and one Assyriani, which means the faction podium is Tau, Death Guard, and Krons all tied at three, and then everybody else. <laughs> We're looking yeah. at a small sample size, but I think this this Tyranids here is that I, I think that they're intentionally swerving around it. it. It's like, yeah, I think that's very intentional, very deliberate, and not just the fact that no one, people are not denying that Tyranids exist. We're seeing few of them here because everyone knows they do exist. Right. Mm. Okay. Yeah, it's it's quite an interesting little meta. When I th- when I heard about this, well, we got sent this by a good uh, good mate Holsey, whose list we're gonna talk to in a bit. And he's like, "Oi, do my do my event? It's cool. A bunch of WTC players are going." And we thought, "Cool, awesome! It's gonna give us some great lists to talk about." And then the meta is not as diverse as I thought it was gonna be. Um, <laughs> Because when you hear about a bunch of WTC players going, you think the max of any any faction is going to be is two. Uh, because you can only take two of... Well, if there's two teams going, you can only take two of any faction, therefore. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anytime I saw three, I was like, all right, there's some locals. There's some locals coming. Um, which is good as well. Absolutely awesome. Let's talk about a couple of the lists we'll see there before we now jump to our top four palette lists, cleanser. Two from each... Yeah, exactly right. Uh, I've pulled out two of each uh, nation's list or each each team's rep- in representations list. The first of which is Pierce uh, Condren. He's the team captain for the Republic of Ireland. Uh, he's playing Death Guard and he's playing the Ferryman. This should be right up your freaking alley, Paul. He's got a single <laughs> battalion, Death Guard, Demon Prince, Malignant Playcaster, three units of 10 Plague Marines, three units of five Plague Marines, a Biologist Putrefier, two units of three Death Guard to hold down the backfield, uh, a single Blightspawn, two Rhinos, and a Dread Claw Drop Pod. And I can tell you, this is a 2,000-point list, and it's got about 2,500 points worth of stuff in it. You know, look, don't hate. No, no, no. No hating here. Like, if, if, if you got it, flaunt it, right? <laughs> you know? This is – so we're right on brand there with the number of Plague Marines. I think that, you know, we will see that it's going to be very difficult. They can quite literally, with the change uh, to the secondary of Spread the Sickness, walk up to objectives, claim them, and then you're going to have a real hard time getting any of those points back. Uh, and that's – and then when you do charge in, they're going to be able to make you fight last. Um, and they're all respectably good in combat, unless you yeah. are you're, yourself a, bull, a bully unit, you know, like the like CSM Termies, Dark Angels, Scarab Colts and stuff. The Plague Marines get the job done in melee versus a lot of different stuff with only a couple of buffs. Um, the the ferryman. Yes, yeah, sorry, go. Uh, 
so the ferrymen extend that aura of some of these things. So that where you can be a little less, I guess, specific about where your pure, uh, putrefier is uh, mm. because you've got the extended aura range. Yeah, and you've got a lot of stuff you can bounce around as well but, uh, from objective to objective, right? Mm. Um, but uh, what do we think goes in the Dreadclaw, boys? That, see, that's the tech piece here. Is like, mm, I have not really seen a Dreadclaw he needs. You know, in mm. a Death Guard list. It's got to be those, those three five-man Plague Marines, though. Kind of come yeah, out and, and can, what, what's the capacity on the Dreadclaws? Is it just 10? It's just 10? Well, I think it's 11. I thought it was 11 or 12. Either way, it will be a character well, with them. Right? Either the two small, I think that two of the smaller units are going in there is, is what I'm thinking. Uh, because you can kind of come out and then be, you could be off camera, you know, with uh, with your footprint. Yeah. The, the two by fives uh, make a lot of sense to me. Uh, it, yeah, it was confirmed to be 10 uh, transport capacity. Uh, the two by fives make a lot of sense to me because you, you come out and you hold two mid, you drop it in the middle, get out, hold two midboard objectives, spread the sickness on one, maybe maybe go into terrain on the other with the other squad. Um, that makes a lot of sense to me. One of the 10 mans, depending on the matchup. The Dreadclaw's also a bit of a ball bag to try and deal with. He, he's It's extremely quick. Um, I don't believe you have to disembark. You don't have to disembark from it. You can stay inside, I believe, unless they've changed. Yeah. Yeah, and it moves it's around and can attack. Yeah. It's it, yeah. it's not it's not quite as potent as it used to be, I don't think, uh, but still has quite a, a you know a bit of a, a kind of annoying attack things it can do. Mm. Yeah, exactly right. So I, I'm a big fan of it in here. I, 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 above put, just putting another um, another um, rhino in. This adds some spice. It adds some tech, and I like it a lot. Jumping down to the next uh, list, I pulled out. This is uh, Joe Musgrave. He's a member of the uh, Republic of Ireland WTC team. He's playing Harlequins and is of the Light Sadeth. Now, this, I think, is a very... It shows you how a lot of WTC lists are written. Not that Harlequin gives you a lot of variation, but when you write a very focused WTC list, you find that you lose a lot of the different tech pieces. So this is, yeah, single battalion, three Shadow Seers, just three. There's no Troop Master, no nothing, just three Shadow Seers, done. Six by five troop, all with some configuration of weapon. Two units of five Skyweavers. If I remember right, they have Haywire, a single Death Jester, and then six Starweavers. You get so focused um, in a WTC list upon... What your mission? What the mission of that do list you know what is? What it's there to on, do on the Shadow Seers? Uh, all of them. <laughs> one yeah, of them. I guarantee you, one of them is going to be dedicated to the secondary, uh, secondary psychic action. Either Correct. The, one will be doing the psychic action, uh, and then yeah. he's actually got a legitimate amount of mortal wounds that this list can put out in yep. the psychic phase. Um, can actually really wear you down. But then when you add up that every every single one of the troops can do some sort of mortal wounds either on the charge or in combat when they get there, um, you, it actually adds up to to be quite a lot that this the list can just throw down. Um, and, and yeah, I'm a fan. I think it's a really good list. I think it's going to do very well. The Sky Weavers is the only thing that I scratch my head at. Um, would they be better as Void Weavers to just add some punch from the back of the board when you to, to mean you don't have to commit? Um, but they are a lot of points now. So I, I like the Sky Weavers. I just like the means like multiple smaller squads because they can get your secondary a lot easier to get. The, the, they're yeah. behind the lines kind of thing. But it's it, we have the. You have to remember what the, one of the shadows to your powers. The Mirror of Minds is probably one of the best freaking mortal wound powers in the game right now. Like it's so strong. It's a targeted smite, basically, that you don't have to see the guy. Yep. It's targeted, fantastic. but yeah. you don't have to see. And then it could do up to six mortal wounds. Mm-hmm. 
It's extremely <laughs> good, man. Um, the only reason about the, I suppose the Skywavers make a lot of sense when you think about in WTC. There's a lot, there's actually a lot of a lot of WTC teams that have taken double knights, and then all of a sudden, if you had voids, the knights aren't so scared. Tunes to five Skywavers, all of a sudden, the knight lists have to respect you. They could be like, oh, I just went second and lost my Crusader to the the Skyweavers, you know. But I mean, you know, game could be just over right there. Um, Jumping down to the last list, sorry, second last list. I pulled out four lists. I want to do two from each team. This is Stephen Holdsworth. This is Holsey, who who put us onto this event. He is the vice captain of the Northern Ireland uh, WTC team. He's playing Necrons, uh, Expansionists, and Conquerors. Uh, to me, this is the quintessential best Necron list. This is my the fa- my most favorite Necron list that I've seen. Um, he's got the Silent King. Then he has a Patrol. He's got a Catacomb Command Barge. Uh, five Immortals. Five Scorpec Destroyers and a Transcendent Content. Then he has an Outrider. Chronomancer. Another five Scorpec Destroyers. Another Transcendent Content. And this is where it gets spicy. Three Scarabs. Three units of three Ophidian Destroyers. And two units of three Tomb Blades. Um, so it has a density of trading pieces. It has a density of like, essentially when you put them together, two, five, two by five score packs become super jacked, kind of a bully unit. Um, two transcendent contents, so you're not spending extra points on stuff you might not get to use, be that a redeploy, be that a Nightbringers, uh, melee ability, Voidbringers, anti-vehicle abilities, still a bunch of um, extra psychic damage or pseudo-psychic damage there, all backed up by the Silent King. And I love the CCB added in there as well. What do you boys make of this? Chronomancer to me is interesting. You don't usually see the Chronomancer if that's the your one. Uh, well, I don't know what they call those things. Not, they're not nobles. Is there, uh, is there a relic on them or something that? Well, I mean, he's just he, the Chronomancer is the one that gives five up invuln, right? They can take most of the same relics as, uh, or not not relics, but the uh, cryptic arcana. I, thank you. <laughs> that's that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's you usually see the. The Technomancer, right? So Chronomancer is interesting here. For the five-up involved, is he because he, he wants to throw Ophidians out there and give them a little bit more durability? Is it just doesn't find I, any value in the Technomancer as much? Yeah, I think it's because it doesn't find the value with the Technomancer. And uh, I believe the Chronomancer would be putting it on either Tomb Blades or on the score packs when you want to send the score packs out and mm-hmm. want to and, and worry they can't take a hit. Yeah. Um, I will tell you right in a second what is on the for relics wise uh i think the ccb had yeah has the voltaic staff because yeah. you want you want him and you want the silent king to to take some confidence to be able to take the um you know when a noble gets a kill you get three points uh trait uh yep. so secondary. when you play into the yeah secondary i can't remember what it's called uh noble combatants i believe um and so p- taking those two together gives you a lot of conf- lot more confidence when you take that secondary um as for the He's got Enduring Will as well. Uh, Cryptic Arcana, he's got the Veil of Darkness on that Chronomancer, and Cortical Subjugator Scarabs. No idea what that does. Somebody somebody in in the chat. Sounds very important. Uh, Sounds sounds, amazing. Sounds great. Sounds supercharged. But yeah, there you go. That's the list. (laughs) Um, What's the next one we're seeing? Last one we're going to talk about, then we're going to go for the Fuego. Someone brought guard a guard brigade, so I am I am duty bound to put it on the show. This uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pronounce this name name wrong. Uh, Ciaran Carroll. Uh, uh, he's the t- yeah. Kieran Kieran Carroll. It's Tolkien. Yeah. You got to go that hard, that hard C. 
Hard to see. Um, team coach for the Northern Ireland WTC team. She's playing Ashley Militarum, Gunnery Expert, and Spotter Details. He's got a baller brigade, guys. Single, brita- single brigade guard. Praise be. Two company commanders, three demolisher tank commanders, and if I remember right, they've all got multi-melters. Um, ten infantry squads. That's ten of the Emperor's finest. Ten. That's a hundred boys. Uh, straight up. Uh, two com- two uh, command squads, uh, a master of ordnance, three single scout sentinels, two basilisks. And what's interesting about the basilisk is that they both have full payload. So he's he's gone. He's like, okay, manticores aren't getting it done because I don't have enough rend. I'm gonna take half. I'm gonna get half the amount of shots, but I'm gonna have that beautiful rend three three damage on the bassies. And then he's got a single Armageddon pattern medusa. Basically, another a better basilisk. Exactly, a much better basilisk. Yeah. yeah. What do you make of this, boys? I mean, if you're running Imperial Guard, you should be running Brigades now. The Baller Brigade. That's that's right. The the, the, brigade. It has been coined. For those who don't know, the Armageddon Pattern Medusa um, comes with the Medusa Siege Cannon. It's heavy D6, range 36, strength 10, minus 3, D6 damage blast. Can, of course, target stuff it cannot see. Um, and that's a beautiful combination with the Basilisk because it also has the Rend 3. So it's going to have essentially... 3d6 per turn, strength 9 or better, rend 3, flat 3, or d6 damage, um, which actually becomes quite oppressive. And I, if I'm reading this right, it's here to hunt things like Necrons, things also things like Tyranid Warriors, um, stuff where the rend 3 is Anything really Anything without matter. armor of contempt. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and even in armor of contempt, it's way better than the, than the, Basil- than the, than the Manticores, right? Because they're only yeah. rend 2. Um, and then, of course, you're just standing in cover with armor contempt and you take an armor save, you don't care. So I like this list quite a lot. Um, and of every single one, if I'm remembering right, every single one of the uh, infantry squads has, I believe, a las cannon, plasma gun, plasma pistol, power sword on every single one. Um, so that oh, is what? It's, uh, is it, I think it's, it's either 15 or 20 points for the las cannon, five points for the plasma gun, uh, <laughs> five points for the plasma pistol, and I think it's three points for the pastel. So it's packing about 200 to 300, so 250 to 350 extra points just on the infantry squads of just free stuff. And not to mention that triple tank commanders come with a two-plus save with Armor of Contempt now. So they're an absolute nightmare to deal with for some armies. And also Gladius, a anyone? scoring machine as far as points goes. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You got, you got, yeah. I mean, there's, there's 30 points just in the list right here uh, going in each and every game. I think they could reliably count on. Yeah, exactly right. Love that list. Um, and yeah, that's 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 all the list we're talking about here today. Who are we going to pick for a win from uh, Exploding Dice? It's tough. I mean, th- this, you, is, th- this is real tough. I mean, three Necrons there is kind of hard not to go, want to go Necrons again. Yeah, but I'll, that- I'll, I'll break it. I'm, I'll go with... Um, I'm going to go with the, the Tau. Tau? Yeah. Yeah, hmm. I mean, I think that Necron list, the whole whole Necron list, is straight up probably going to win. But stuff that I'm going to pick one of the Templars players. There's two Templars players in attendance. One of them is going to gun it. Don't know where they're going to get the points from to win, but who cares? Black Templars. Wow. Well, I mean, okay. Well, I can't go for the Necrons because you guys didn't do it either. So I don't know why <laughs> you guys didn't pick the Chad Brigade. Because uh, so. I picked them last week. Oh, I'll That's pick them fun. this time. That's fine. Good stuff. I have no problem that week. So here, this is the point of our show where we, we talk about probably things other than Warhammer 40,000. This is what we call the segment we call the Fuego Repito. We give ourselves two minutes to run down a series of topics. Well, two minutes each topic. Run down a series of uh, questions or comments or whatever. Give some uh, very spicy takes sometimes. Sometimes, you know, some not so spicy depending on uh, how we're feeling. 
Uh, but once that clock stops, we will move on to the next topic, never to revisit the topic again. Spicy takes. Good one, Paul. Did you read the, the Fuego questions before I didn't. that? Or? Oh, interesting. <laughs> uh, any guesses? Uh, tomorrow is a very special day for people who like uh, this. Tomorrow is Na- International Wing Day. Yeah, it is. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm getting wings tomorrow second now. favorite day of the year. <laughs> so uh, We got to do it. Thing. So that's Richard, yeah. if you're just that joining us in the back. So he he's, uh, helps with production on the back, runs all the back end stuff, does all the sc- sc- uh, screen flipping. We don't do any of that. That's Richard. Uh, yep. Richard it will run through these topics, and we're going to get a, an opportunity to respond to him. Okay. Two minutes. Let's not go back to the whole one minute thing. Let's go two minutes. All right. That was crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, top three wow. sausage uh, sausages for uh, or rubs for chicken wings. Uh, go. Uh, well, so they're called. Look, yeah, no, they're called different things in different places. Uh, there is a there's a sauce. Uh, one of my favorites called Three Mile Island from Taco Mac. Uh, it is. It used they've actually kind of refined it, I think, over the years, but it's TMI is is the, is the short term. But I like extra crispy TMI uh wings, number one sauce. Uh another top another top three would be death. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Basically the hotter the better. Uh and then um yeah, anything with habaneros or, or ghost in it, I'm gonna I'm gonna take a scorpion uh is, is probably a bridge too far. <laughs> I, I just want to point out that Paul's number one chicken wing sauce was from a taco place. Just it's not a taco place. It's a wing and beer place. I have no idea why it's, it's called, called Taco Mac. It's called Taco uh, Mac. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've no. I, I don't know crap about wings. Uh, I'm going to say Cajun. I don't know. I like Cajun seasoning. I'm assuming someone's put Cajun, Cajun seasoning yeah. on something on wings at some point, and that stuff is delicious. So I'm going with that. That's it. Just, just it's it's I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, I don't know. But don't barbecue, say barbecue. Don't say barbecue. What's what's this? What's a, what's an insanely smoky sauce? Because I love smoky anything. Smoky barbecue. It's a whole hickory. Smoky yeah, hickory. A, a barbecue would be good. Yep. Yeah. You okay. Done. That's 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 Adam's second pick. Okay. All right. Okay. Look, we gotta. Right. Next time we get together. Agent rub is always nice. You're going to teach me some things. You're going to learn me. Oh, yes. You need to go for some wings with Paul for sure. He likes the hot stuff. The hot stuff makes sense. I like hot stuff too. But I like to taste the flavor. It's got to have a good flavor to it. I don't like hot for hot sake. It's got to have a good flavor to it. I like tangy. Wouldn't do you wrong. All right. Do boneless wings really count as wings? Man, I'm not going to wing shame anybody. I think that if. if you prefer the texture of just that chicken nugget that you have dipped in sauce, then <laughs> it seemed like there's some shame at the end of that. Ball. Then do it. <laughs> Look, Kate. Okay. I want if you if you think that boneless wings are wings, try and fly with a boneless wing. Oh, for God's like wait, if you if, how many birds are out there flying without bones in their wings? That's what I'm curious. <laughs> right? You're outraged. Outraged. It's just, I, it's not, it, it's, 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 just, it's just meat at that point. It's not a wing anymore. It's just meat. It's not, it's not bad. It's just, it's not a wing. It's meat. I've never had a boneless wing. How do they get the bones out of the wing? It's not a wing. They don't need to get it out. <laughs> That's my point. So someone sits next to you and pulls the wings out and then hands them to you. <laughs> okay. 
This, it's chicken nugget. But at the same it's, time, I like bone flow tenders yeah. too. You know? Yeah, if, if, it's, yeah. if it's a boneless wing, it's a nugget. Exactly. Okay, so what you're it's, saying it's, is we're done with this question. Is that what you're well, saying? Uh, it's, sorry. I think we eat them if you want to, but they don't care. Adam here, I don't. I don't know if he gets it yet. So, but if penguins when you, when you have wings. have wings and they don't fly. All of them are having bones. But penguins have wings and they don't fly. You're right. But Dustin, penguins have wings and they don't fly. So you know, we're just getting. Yeah, but they don't fly exactly. They don't fly. And you're not. Are you eating penguin wings? What's a penguin wing actually called? If it doesn't fly, is it? Is there another term we should be calling? They still have wings. Yeah. Actually, arm. We're, call it an we're gonna, it's an they're arm. actually, if you look in, in the encyclopedia, uh, they are called uh, clabber flappers. Ah, there we go. Are now you, we're learning some actually stuff. looking that up right Lego. now. It's called clabber flappers. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. All right. Uh, uh, ranch. Out of time. We'll never know. Yeah. Ranch or blue cheese, celery, it is or carrots. Only blue cheese, never ranch. Never yeah. ra- ranch is nowhere near the wings. Uh, and then it's our, I like celery and carrots, but, but most, mostly carrots. Cause I like the crunch on yeah, the texture. Okay. Yeah. Celery is, um, um, it's too much like grass. <laughs> celery is a, a useless vegetable. Everybody. It adds nothing. It's just water and fiber. I'm a carrot man through and through. Oh yeah. Carrots for sure. Like, I, I don't, if you ever, if you ever feel like tasting what, watered down hair would be then you'd get some celery I mean, that's, that's pretty much what you're going to be having at that point you, got, you want to have carrots otherwise with blue cheese ranch is okay yeah. for the veggies but if, if you're having them with wings you get the blue cheese we got a ranch enthusiast in the chat that oh. is incredibly disappointed in me but i stand i stand where i stand oh yeah no, hey. also <laughs> people people are saying they're called flippers but i don't is that right on penguins. Six I know I'm going back. Hey, stop going back. Sorry. Production. You're, it was just you're breaking really, the rules. I was, I was like, that's interesting. Maybe the, uh, anyway. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you're breaking the rule. Um, uh, I don't know. I I don't know enough about ranch. I couldn't sit here and tell you what ranch tastes like, but I've tasted blue cheese sauce. Like that ranch? that is delicious. So okay. we're doing that. R- ranch is good. It's got a you know a flavor to it. Uh, it it's <laughs> it has a flavor. <laughs> it's not the right one. Okay. But with wings, you know, it's kind of hard. To, you don't want it. And I sometimes I will dip the the, the celery and or carrots in the wing sauce. That's, uh, that's to get so more of the sauce. I actually I like it when like the wing places just put the veggies in the same box. And she's like, yeah, there we go. Yeah. I'll eat the eat the veggies like that. You know what you're there for, right? Yeah. Yeah, Dustin, yeah, we gotta get you down here to Atlanta. Without him, oh, we won't. Absolutely, yeah, we're, we're going down there. Hit these places <laughs> up. Uh, early flight go. Uh, okay, so this next question: What Warhammer character is the biggest chicken? We just saw him in one of the lists. Aisto. It's Aisto. <laughs> for going just huge. <laughs> both height and mass. I guess if you're considering it as biggest <laughs> like, chicken, not but like, like yay, yeah, that's, that's what we're thinking, right? That's I'm actually gonna chicken. say though, tracing the infinite. Wow. Huh? It's fair. Yeah. So, <laughs> you, you know, so I'm just going to put it out there. There's a bit of misconception about chickens. So people say use chicken as a, as a term for cowardice. I've been effed up by a rooster before. There is no coward. Like I've seen, I've seen roosters F up dogs, like go at, go have a go at horses. Like they have like 0%. If we were talking about There's, geese, you know, they are too dumb. scary, scary right? man. Geese they are, are too scary. stupid to feel fear. Yeah. But a rooster, come on! I feel yeah, I feel roosters? no shame when I eat geese, man. That's fine. <laughs> they know no what they did. Uh, as for the biggest chicken in 40k, yeah, it is Aisto. But if we look at we're talking about cowardice. Yeah, 
I'm think that's where it was going. It. Yeah. Is it though? But we talk about all this. I mean, issues. you can make this whatever you want. That's yeah. Should the I, words. I, I? Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna hurt some hearts and minds out there. Uh-oh. I'm gonna really piss some people off. Oh boy. Gazgul Thracker. Whoa. He has, fl- he has fled Armageddon on three occasions. Fled. Didn't they have to fled. carry him out one yeah, time? Like, wasn't, it, wasn't, he, wasn't it just, just a, his head? Just head, head, head two occasions. Yeah. Two occasions he fled from Armageddon. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Gazgul is just one of those oranges like, acts all tough, but really, like, feigns, feigns and soccer injuries. Like, oh, my knee. And they have, like, no. oh, look well, at that. I, I figure, simulation. I figure, <laughs> I figure he's got, he like, he knows he's not meant to die yet. And therefore, he's like, cool, I got to come back and why even bigger next time. So it's not cowardice, but I was just alluding to the fact that he somehow survived. A lot of a lot of crazy ass wars when you know no one else has really. And orcs, you know, if he's if he didn't die at the battle, it kind of means he had to run away, right? Uh, for it to be an orc. Okay. Oh, I go. Here we go. Yeah. Okay, last one sp- is supposed to be a little controversial. So, oh, name another frontline gaming show host uh, that would. I'm sorry. <laughs> that would I'm chicken turn- out in a wing eating contest. Name I'm, I'm gonna one that to- wouldn't against us. Name one that wouldn't. Mis- Line them up. Well, right, let's go. We'll knock we, them down we, one by one. We cooked. We cooked the last <laughs> question, boys. We didn't even think of Erebus. Somebody. Oh, yeah, just, Erebus. You totally yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. The answer was Erebus all along. <laughs> can't go Moving back. On. Can't go I stand back. by what yeah. I said. Yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I didn't see any Trajan can't, fans can't in, live in the past. either. But I want to get into this competition question right here. I'm yep. like, would name one that wouldn't. <laughs> They're all in the crosshairs at this point. Wings <laughs> at noon. <laughs> Do you think Seth? Yeah, okay. Do you think Seth could like? He, he looks like he could drop some wings. Mm. Oh, I'm not saying they wouldn't try their best. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, no shade, but psh. yeah, I'm just saying no chance. Do we have to like, do when this? The, at this... the end, of, you know, when we're scoring points, <laughs> do I have to do this. <laughs> do to... No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> can't be everybody's friend, Adam. Come on. When, when was I mean, the last no, no, time no, we I mean... all together in one location? I don't think. I was ever. about to say. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not saying do we have to do this? Do we have to have this conversation? As in, like LVO 2023. Do we have to do oh, this now? Oh, do we yeah, have to line happened. this up and make this happen? <laughs> yes. I will stream and commentate do. this crap. I'd be we'll like, get, we'll get in. We'll just, get the whole just, run of hot ones. Yeah. We'll order that. You know, if we got to go to yeah, know where we got to go. We'll get an officiator. We'll get an adjudicator. We'll somehow rope race into doing it. It's going to be great. Yes. Watch him sweat. Yeah. I think we're, right. I think we're okay. talking heat, Joel, officially. I don't think it's a mount of wings. I think it's heat. Oh, if we're going to do, if we're going to do the, the, the by, by, by vo- we're going to do the by volume, I will not commentate that. I'll, I'll be in the, I'll be in the, yeah, room. Be in the <laughs> <laughs> if it's heat, I, I know I can't go. No, I, I, you know what? We're gonna, we have to throw a name. I'll do it. Kicker. Do it. Oh. Oh. That's right. Yeah. So much cereal, too much milk, man. You need too much milk. You can't handle yeah. the heat. I know it. That's nah, what it is. Nah. That's why it does. <laughs> it's because he finds that pepper too spicy. Yeah. He's like, oh, <laughs> pepper's too spicy. I'm throwing some shade now. I love you, Kicker. All the love. Well, 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 so I'd love it. <laughs> uh, oh, is that the end of our show? I thought we had. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's oh. it. Hey, that is the end of our show. I actually had a, a blast. Uh, I felt like the time just zipped by. I want to thank everybody that is participating in the chat. If you're listening to us after the fact on one of the podcast aggregators, please do not forget to like, share, and subscribe, and leave us some five-star reviews. That's If you if you can't comment, can't be here, that's one way that you can interact with the show that maybe alerts other people that they should also be coming and interacting with the show. We do this live 9 p.m. 
Eastern time on Thursdays. I was like, what day? Like, it's the Thursday show. <laughs> Everybody knows that. Here on the Frontline Game, Gaming Network, it's been a pleasure. Good luck to everyone competing out there this weekend. We'll see you all next week. See you next Peace. week.